Hi, I'm Jim Raffle. Welcome to this episode of the Dye Subcast, your source for information and interviews related to dye sublimation printing and color technology. I'm here as always with my co-host, Shelby. Thank you very much, Jim. My name is Shelby Sapusic, and we thank you for listening today. Before we get to this episode, we want to tell you about the next trade show we're going to be attending. It's in Nashville for the UV Energize Show on September 7th and 8th. We'll be exhibitors, and in our booth, we will have color verification demos of our SpecCheck app with the NYX measurement device. And this week, we're going to talk about your busy season. Most businesses have a busy season or seasons, and it's important to recognize when that is and how to prepare for it. And what I was thinking about is, for instance, we know some companies who do dice sub work for signage for like sports stadiums. So there's definitely different seasons for different sports. And so for those companies, it's pretty easy to figure out when their business season is going to be. For our little dice sub business, it's crazy to think of it, honestly, but our busy season is coming up pretty soon. After a couple of years, we figured out that our busy season is fall and winter, specifically around holidays, ranging from Halloween to about New Year's. At least that's my perspective. I think you're right about that. Um, yeah, this this topic kind of popped up for us because I was on site with a client a few weeks ago, and uh, their their primary business is massive trade show display, displays, uh, what are referred to as environmental graphics. So that's uh, helping people redo big lobbies or restaurants, things like that. And the season for that, as they explained it to me, is really fall, winter, and spring. And that by the time they're in the, you know, the dog days of summer, like when I was there in the middle of July, um, they're slow. They're typically very slow. And I'm like, well, you're telling me you're really slow, but you've got these machines running, you know, this fabric nonstop. And I, I could see what it was. And it was essentially the logo of a very large international retailer. And what they were doing is they were cre- creating barricade signs because this retailer is going through a lot of renovations of, of their properties. And so they want to renovate like a portion of the store and they put up these fabric barricades. So nobody goes back where they shouldn't be, where they're doing all the work. And, and I said, okay, so that's not part of your normal work. And they're like, no, we, we would never do stuff like that. It's just too generic, too basic. But during the summer when we're not busy and we have capacity on the machines, we'll take the work. And they told me the dollar value associated with this. And I was like, Oh my gosh. I mean, okay. (laughs) I guess I know why you took the work. Um, And because it was literally running, on a very wide format machine, I think it was a 200 inch machine. It was literally running, I was there three days and this same job was running for three days straight, three shifts a day. Um, So it's just huge business. Um, But again, it's not part of their core business. So they, and I said, so you would turn away work like this in like December or January? Like, yeah, we have to, because we're so busy building trade show displays and doing environmental stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. So they definitely understood when their busy season was and what they were willing to do and not do during the busy season. And during the busy season, they focused on their core work only. I, I found that really, really interesting that as big a job as this barricade business was, they would turn it away during their busy season. Well, and I, th- I think it's not always easy to figure out. I mean, we're giving examples of, you know, it's really easy to figure out what our busy season is, you know, and sometimes you just don't know. And it's hard to prepare for, you know, do you have the inventory? Do you have the manpower, the time? Um, I I know that, you know, around Christmas time, I'm pretty much going to be making stuff every day. That's just how it is. Even though in the last year or so, we've slowed down a little bit. The weeks leading up to Christmas, even last year, I was, 
I had at least, you know, two, three orders every day. Seems Your like. mailbox was full. My mailbox was full. <laughs> Outgoing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm, and I'm just thinking about that, that there's a lot. And I guess the reason this one came up for me too, is that there's a lot of times where customers will reach out to us for color management consulting work. And I'll be like, okay, well, I'm available in about four weeks or five weeks, whenever the next spot in the schedule is. And they'll be like, oh, that's, that's still the middle of our busy season. Do you have something like in whatever, like right now they might say, do you have something in mid to late September? And I'll be like, oh yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, and then, you know, it's somebody who really understands the cycles of their business because they, they again, they, while they could bring me in right now, they're going to be interrupting the most busy and profitable part of their business cycle. And why not wait until you're not busy and bring someone like me in because then you're not interrupting, you know, valuable production work. And there's probably some holes in the schedule that you can move me around to the various machines and, and get other work done. That's not productive, but important. You know, and again, I think it is the biggest, most successful businesses that see this or the ones going that direction. They recognize that during these slowdowns, it, it, it's actually a good time to spend money on growth projects. And when I say that, you know, we're a growth project typically. Something, if you're having problems with color, consistency, repeatability, whatever it might be, you don't necessarily want to try and fix that during your busy season unless it's really, really, really causing you problems. You might say, okay, this is this is a problem we need to understand and fix, but let's wait till we're not busy. And so sometimes these business cycles can be a good thing because they allow you to fix things so you can be even more productive in the next cycle. And I love to see that too. I love to see companies who are like, all right, we're not busy right now, but you know what? We're going to invest in new equipment and more education for our employees. We're going to take advantage of the time when we're not busy to expand our knowledge, expand our facility, expand what we actually produce, whatever it may be. I, I mean, that we end up in a lot of situations like that on site. You know, right now we're taking a break because we don't have a lot of work right now. Take our whole team and teach them how to make profiles for a printer. And I mean, how great is that? It really makes me feel good that there are companies out there who are willing to invest not only in their company, but also in their employees. Well, I mean, that, that defines our entire 2021 just about. I mean, nobody was really, really, truly busy in 2021 again. You know, nobody had come back to their 2020 levels, but we were busier than we literally had ever been. And I... And I asked people about it when we were there and you were there too. And people would say, well, yeah, we're, we're preparing for the future. We, we've made big investments in equipment and now we need to make the investments in the people to make sure that they are able to use the new equipment and that, you know, they understand color. And some of those companies I'm doing work with now, and they're, they're literally setting sales records in 2022 that exceed anything prior to the pandemic. And it's because they made big investments in late 2020 and all of 2021, and, you know, in equipment, training, all of all of those things. Um, you mentioned training always helps to bring this back up at the ISA show. When I did a, a live training session with what 50 people in the room, I think we had, and we talked to the training manager for ISA and she made it really clear that they it was like a record year for training for them, that people recognize that after two years of no in-person interaction or training that it was it was time to get people trained again so which i think is part of why isa was so well attended i think a lot of the people who were there were sent by their employers to participate in the training i think so yeah i'm 
And I think there's also been some turnover. There's some new hires. Um, you know, some people I know personally chose to retire during this period and just like, yeah, I'm done. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to wait two years or whatever it's going to be to get back in the groove. And so we have some new people entering the industry or at least getting into new positions at companies. And so, yeah, having in-person training and, you know, opportunities to learn, walk around a show, see what's new for equipment and substrates and ink and everything. I mean, I, I, that's why I think ISA was so successful. It's, you know, everybody was getting back into the groove. And I mean, how many people did you see at that show that you hadn't seen in a couple of years and just catching up and people are in new positions and, or new companies. And it's like, Oh, we gotta go check you out over here now. What are you doing now? It was, it was a lot of people. No question. Was, about yeah. That. Right. I think that's about all we've got on the seasonal nature of business today. So let's okay. take it out. All right. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Dice Subcast. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on our podcast, or if you have any questions about spec check or color management in general, you can contact us at Shelby at colorcasters.com or Jim at Jim at colorcasters.com. And you can always find Colorcasters on the various social media networks. We are Colorcasters on Twitter, on Facebook and Instagram, or Colorcasters LLC. Besides the Dice Subcast episodes that we publish there, we also share information and pictures about fun things we're doing in our consulting business. So we hope you'll connect and join in those conversations. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Dice Subcast. And remember, we publish a new one almost every Friday. So we'll see you again next week.